You are listening to the Fancy Free Podcast, where my guests and I tell our most embarrassing, funny stories so we all feel less alone in our imperfections and forge connection through vulnerability and humor. I'm Joanne Jarrett, and I'm your host. And today I have with me CJ Silas. CJ stands for Carol and Joe, and CJ is the host of the CJ Silas Show on ESPN Radio, college basketball slash softball stadium announcer and college football play-by-play TV and radio announcer. CJ, thank you so much for being with me today. I am so excited. Thank you for having me. I'm honored to feel like maybe you think I'm entertaining. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. I'm so impressed that you are in the world of sports. I don't know if our Venn diagrams will cross much because sports is a big black hole of, of my knowledge. I did gymnastics growing up. Popular sports were never my thing, but I think it is awesome. It's been a fun, crazy, easy, difficult, painful, happy, joyful, Mm -hmm. exciting, (laughs) challenging life. (laughs) Yeah, amazing. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, fill in the blanks. What did I miss about who you are and what you do? Well, I live with my little dog, Mr. Robinson, who is named after (laughs) my hero and my spiritual guide, Jackie Robinson, who was a barrier breaker, a pioneer, a civil rights activist, a true hero who died way too young. And he has always kind of been my WWJD. So I decided to honor him and name my cute little dog, Mr. Robinson, in honor of JR42. I am based in San Luis Obispo, California. My career has taken me to all four corners and the middle of this country since I started in 1988. I've been doing sports talk radio that long, a little bit of TV here and there, but really sports talk radio has been my thing. The CJ Silas show will actually be celebrating 10 years coming up in March, 2022. Happy birthday. That's amazing. Yeah, it's it's pretty (laughs) nuts, but it took some time to get here. And I realized after 20 plus years in the business, I was tired of white males telling me what to do and not Mm -hmm. allowing me to have a microphone or do it the way I do it. And so in November of 2011, I started to create the CJ Silas show and it was born in March of 2012. I'm also a football TV and radio play-by-play announcer for Hancock College in Santa Maria, California. I am a stadium announcer for Hancock College softball and baseball. And I will be celebrating my 20th year as the Cal Poly baseball announcer, which is a team in the Big West, uh, 20 years this coming spring. My dream and plan is to be a Major League Baseball stadium announcer for the last half of my career. So that's uh, coming up close, I think. Oh, that's amazing. You obviously are very good off the cuff and very knowledgeable. I live in a really small town in Montana and we go to the high school football games and I love our stadium announcer. He makes me so happy. He says such funny things and he always, I'm like, okay, what the heck just happened? And then he'll say, (laughs) you know, so it's a major part of enjoying sports at any level, I think. So are you announcing from the stadium onto radio or are you announcing to the stadium what's happening or is it both? Okay, so it's so a stadium announcer is the person that you hear when you walk into the stadium over the okay, loudspeakers. That's what I All right. So I do that for baseball and softball. And then my okay. football job, I'm the TV and radio play by play announcer. Okay. Okay. So that I describes see. the plays. And you know, oh it's interesting gosh. you said that about your local high school football announcer, because the truth is it's really our job to not be part of the story or the entertainment, but to to be present and kind of guide people along the way. Cause so you don't mm-hmm. want too much of us, but yeah, you also don't, yeah, you don't want us to yeah. be drab and boring. 
it's a facilitation of the enjoyment and the understanding and the involvement in the game rather than, yeah, I mean, I don't even know the guy's name. He doesn't pat himself on the back or introduce himself. He's just the voice of Frenchtown football. And I love it so much. So yeah. Frenchtown, is that where you live? Frenchtown, Montana. That's where our kids go to school. We live in Houston, but it's just the next town over. I spent a short time in Bozeman. Did you? My daughter's going to go to college in Bozeman next year. We're really excited about that. Yeah, it was really, it was the coldest four months, three weeks and six days of my life. And it can be way worse. (laughs) Yeah. Although we live in the banana belt of Montana, which Bozeman is not a part of. So we're warmer here. Don't worry. Don't worry about us. Okay. I have a question about your dog. What, What breed is your dog? He's a little blend. He's a Basenji mix with some Beagle and some Whippet. My neighbor found him roaming a highway in a pack of dogs in a valley town in California. And he was like six weeks old. And he sent me a photo and he said, hey, I'm going to be here working for a week. But when I get home, will you help me find a home for this dog in Shell Beach where I live? And I'm like, sure, I'll help you find a home. And within like (laughs) three days, I was like, when are you bringing me my dog? (laughs) <laughs> that's awesome my dog you're like and i'm in love <laughs> all right well let's get to know you a little better with your rapid fire questions do you have a song lyric that you get wrong that's funny yes <laughs> lay it on me i don't remember the song but it was blinded by the light wrapped up like a douche and i was like what's a douche Wrapped up like a douche, you know the fire in the night, blinded by the light. I still don't know what what the right one is. I think it's deuce, but he does say douche, and I have no clue what that means. Yeah. I, yeah, no idea. (laughs) I love it. Okay, what's your strangest family tradition? Oh my gosh. Okay, we have a farting thing in my family, so (laughs) it's... Really, my brothers both can fart with their underarm pits. Like they'll put their hand under their arm and fart like in the mm-hmm. worst, most inopportune time at a wedding or <laughs> at a Passover Seder or when someone's saying some emotional speech when they were younger, they would put their hands under their arm and they would do these fart sounds. <laughs> yeah, And it all came from the movie Blazing Saddles when they had this fart scene around the fire outside the bonfire. And everything that's inappropriate in my family is connected to Blazing Saddles. So whenever we don't know somebody's coming over or we're surprising someone, we always knock on the door or ring the bell. Candy Grim for Mongo, which is <laughs> it's a family thing. Oh, my gosh. Okay, what's the worst job you ever had? <sighs> well, <laughs> it's. I hope I don't offend anyone, but I was a summer school nursery school teacher. And I could not take it. I couldn't take <laughs> the slobbery hands, the licking, the pulling of the shirts, the screaming. Like I, it was sensory overload. Yeah. I just, I mean, I love kids and I'm super glad I don't have any that live at my house <laughs> and I never had any, but I do like them, but it was really hard and challenging job. And the other two teachers both talked to the kids in baby talk. And no, kill me now. Yeah, it made me super uncomfortable. That was a really, really bad one. And then I was a volleyball coach for a freshman team. And that was a rough 10 weeks because <laughs> freshman girls are distracted by a penny dropping. It was yes. just really difficult. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Yeah. 
I think children, basically their goal in life is to slime anyone or anything that's like at that preschool age. There's just no way to keep yourself germ-free and clean and they're so needy, but yet the stakes are so high because it's like this little human being that needs help and input. It's just, uh, yeah, I, I'm with you. That would be rough. I could yeah. never do it. Oh so my gosh. Rough. I couldn't even homeschool my own kids. I was like, please help me. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> okay. What commercial jingle gets stuck in your head? I can bring home the bacon, fry it up, fry it up in the pan, <laughs> and make you, make you never, never forget you're a man, because I'm a woman, Angelique. <laughs> that was, you made me bite my lower lip. I was like, yeah, get yeah. it, girl. <laughs> it was a perfume. Was it a perfume? I don't even know what it was. I, is it shampoo, perfume? I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah. I'm going to look it up. I'll link the YouTube video so everyone can see. <laughs> oh my gosh. So we do this thing now where we can, you know, mirror our phones up onto the TV. And with this boy that we have living with us, we're having to explain a lot of family culture stuff to him. And it's really fun because he has a super great sense of humor. So the, the Pepto-Bismol commercials, now I'm not even going to be able to think, but it's like heartburn something, indigestion, da, 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 diarrhea. And... <laughs> so ridiculous oh. I, I, can't, I can't imagine i'm gonna leave that in but i just had to tell you because I thought. <laughs> <laughs> and my husband does it with this vibrato diarrhea oh my gosh <laughs> oh my God, it's so awful so yeah that's what we that's the kind of thing we got going on in our house so we just watched so many pepto-bismol commercials and they just went hard on that that jingle they just never wow. hear from it. it's like wow pepto-bismol that's mm. okay <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, as you know, the point of this podcast is to tell your most embarrassing stories so that the listeners who think you have it all together and are something major to live up to remember that they're not the only buffoon in the room and that we all have our stories. So what do you have for us today? I would say the worst one, and I mean, my gosh, with the kind of friends that I hang out with, things happen <laughs> all the time that's, that are embarrassing. But I think the worst one was I was walking down Highland Boulevard, which crosses Hollywood Boulevard, where I grew up, the most busy, touristy area in town. Two or three blocks, the Chinese theaters to the left. One or two blocks is the Hollywood Wax Museum to the right. And okay. we're walking up the street. Oh, my gosh. One of my buddies pants to me. Do you remember what that is when you pull down oh, some yeah. shorts? And they took my underwear with them. So, so all my love, all my all my love and junk and foresty areas were <laughs> out into the public. Was foresty areas. I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't. I, for I was so shocked. Did you freeze? I did. <laughs> like, I feel a cool breeze. I can't move. I froze, and then of course I pulled them. My it was a short shorts. I pulled them up as quick as I could, but people were honking. It was so embarrassing. Oh so and you have to lean down to get them. Like if they're, if it's, if it's like a thorough pantsing, it's like they're on the ground around your ankles. Oh. You have to stick what God gave you up way up in the air to even like cover it up. Right. Oh, oh sister. It was, I was oh. all out there, all out oh, there. All my glory, goodness. all my <laughs> glory. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, that was a bad Oh one. my God. And after something like that, you're like, well, see, I did not die. I did not die. Here I am. I, no, not I dead. did not die. But the thing is, Hollywood High was a really big school. There were a couple thousand and there were kids everywhere because oh. it was, I think it was oh, no. lunchtime oh, or something. No. And so it wasn't just, 
Random Strangers in traffic is one thing. Your peers is quite another. Oh, Lord. Oh, totally. Totally. So that was that was a pretty bad one. And I I think we stayed friends, but I do remember punching him. Gosh, it was so bad. So bad. That was a bad one. And then do you want another one? Yeah, but I got, wait a minute. I got more questions about this. this, oh, this okay. I'm, doing, <laughs> I'm saying friend in air quotes. Okay. So does he have impulse control problems or is he just like the class clown or what the heck was he doing pulling your pants down in the middle of public? Well, actually I was probably the class clown had done something <laughs> to him similar the same day and it was kind of a payback, but oh, I see. nobody saw his mama, you know what I mean? It was like, mm-hmm. I, 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 two I, things yeah. were not equivalent. One did not deserve the other. No. And I was so mortified that I think I might not have returned to where we were till the next day. I think I took the rest of the day off. Mm-hmm. It was bad. I support was- that. If I was your mother, I would have been like, of course you took the rest of the day off. Let's go get ice cream right now <laughs> for dinner. And then let's get Dairy Queen for dessert. You know, yeah. like let's deprogram. That sucked. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was, yeah, it was really, it was a tough one. Mm. Well, I applaud you for remaining friends with him. Hopefully you did make his life a little bit difficult for a while though. Totally. Everybody did. Everybody did. I think (laughs) at the next party, we made him drink so much that he just got, just embarrassed himself. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. You made him do to himself what he did to you pretty much. (laughs) But I I don't think there is an equivalent to tell you the truth. I don't think there's an equivalent to everything below your waist being on the corner of Hollywood and Highland. No, they're really, no, you know what? You're right. There really isn't right near the wax museum. I mean, at the time, probably Frank Sinatra was in there and (laughs) Cher and Bette Midler and Tina Turner and Stevie Wonder and Gladys Knight and the Pips. Like, Oh, the indignities. Yeah. And all those people going to see the stars on Hollywood. It it just Uh was the worst location possible for that to happen. Yeah. The most public of public places for your school and your town, like all mixed into one awful, terrifyingly embarrassing event. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So do you still have flashbacks and nightmares or are you pretty much able to laugh about it at this point? It's been a while, but here's the problem. (laughs) Recently, to piggyback on that one, I really think that I have a little bit of fear on being naked below the waist anytime. So some people are comfortable peeing in the woods or on the beach in a cove where nobody can see. On the golf course. Yeah. (laughs) I'm trying to bring that back. But recently I was with one of my girlfriends down on a beach where I live and it was early in the morning and we had this great conversation and my house is probably like a 10 minute walk from the beach and there's no bathroom anywhere. It's not that kind of public beach with restrooms. Mm-hmm. And I had to pee so bad. She goes, oh my gosh, I do it all the time. Just go right over there around the rock. I'm like, oh, that's such a good idea. Okay. That's good. I said, yeah, but you know, some people come down to the beach and I'm, I've kind of have this PTSD from what happened to me at Hollywood and Highland. And I said, but you know what? I got to pee so bad. I'm not going to make it all the way home. So I get down to squat and my dog is nearby and I'm in my fifties and we have a lot of really good looking young people that live in this neighborhood. And we have this one guy that's maybe 25. 
he's probably the hottest guy in the town. He's a lifeguard. He's got the prettiest girlfriend in the world. His dog is perfect looking. And he happens to be intelligent and gracious as well. So it's, he's not just, just for the eyes. Some guys have it all. Yeah. He has mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. And he's always nice to us old ladies on the beach when we see him in the morning. <laughs> just as I squat down and start peeing, he literally jogs down some rocks and takes a right turn and beelines for me. And I'm just mortified. I didn't even finish peeing. I pulled up my shorts. The underwear almost stayed down on one thigh. While the shorts were up <laughs> on the other it. thigh. And I'm still peeing down my leg. Oh, my girlfriend is to the right of me and she's literally speechless. Her eyes are wide open. Her mouth is wide open. She's like trying to mouth. I'm sorry. It was all my idea. <laughs> I turned and just started walking in the other direction as I was finishing my pee down my leg. And he has never oh, mentioned it. God. And I've what seen him since. He's just a gracious, gracious human being. Specimen of a human. Wow. Oh that my was gosh. Yeah, you know, it's not like you can just stop it once it's midstream. Boys can stop. Boys can stop. Yeah. Yeah, they can. We can't. Especially not at our age. Like you and I, we we're you know, we're we're in that same vintage. Right. (laughs) You just can't just don't have quite as much, you know, operator control as bad. Have you ever seen those things? They call them well, they used to call them like 20 years ago in the camping supply section feminine urine directors. I've never actually no, tried I, I, one. That's, you're creeping me out right now. I have no idea what I, you're talking about. I know. What? Okay. It's it's like this cup that you stick oh. in your pants and it has a little Stop tube it. coming out. <laughs> Stop. Stop right now. I can't listen anymore. You are. I love gag gifts. Oh my gosh. I should send you one. No. <laughs> Begging me, please don't. No. Oh my gosh. Oh. All right. That was fun. It's really a thing. <laughs> That's it's really a, a thing. thing. I swear to you. And you know what? It's called. Um, so the first time I ever was confronted by this apparatus, I was in the camping supply, like innocently going to buy like crap for camping, like, I don't know, a little egg container or something. And I saw this feminine urine director and I was like, what the heck? And then several years later, I saw an ad for one and it had some cute name and it was pink and I just can't even remember what it was. But I bought a few as a gag gift and I haven't given them all out yet. Please hold. I'm going to go see if I can find it right now. Hang on a second. Oh, my gosh. Dang it. I can't find it. It's like a you got to go or something. You're freaking me out right now. It's called a you got to go. Something like that. Okay. I'm going to look it up and (laughs) I can't remember what it is. Oh, Oh Lord. Oh, my gosh. It's driving me crazy. I like white elephant parties. We haven't had enough white elephant parties in my life lately. But the last time I went to one, I gave this chicken that – it's like a toy, but it walks around and it box and it lays little eggs. I have one more of those too. So somebody that knows me around here somewhere, please invite me to a white elephant party. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> I've got so much to give. <laughs> oh, All right, man. <laughs> but I really don't think that a feminine urine director would work. I no, think it's not I think that it was day, probably not, yeah. des- designed by a man for, I don't know what, but yeah, I don't, and I, I haven't actually tried it myself, but they're still on the market all these years later. I don't know why. <laughs> wow. Maybe it would come in handy on a road trip if you were like, what's that? That's the cannonball. You were on the cannonball and you couldn't leave the car. You had to get from coast to coast, with, you know, in the fastest time possible. And you 
you know, your your co-pilot's a guy and he can pee in a bottle. Well, we can't pee in bottles. But maybe with that apparatus, you can. Anyway, we've gone too far. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right. What is your second story that you have for us? Oh, gosh. So I taught group fitness a lot in my life. It's mortifying. I've taught group fitness for many years and I always try to be really nice to all the people that come to the classes. And this woman came in once and she was pregnant and she was doing low impact. And I was trying to help her because during the class, I like move around and go and help people. When the class is over, I asked her when her baby was due and she wasn't pregnant. (gasps) Oh no. And it's, you know, that's one of those oh. things that you should know better. Dang it. I don't know if she had some sort of health issue. But you weren't questioning it in your head. Like everything Dude. was coming together. Like she's doing low impact. She's got the little oh, yeah. bumps. Oh, yeah. real smart. All coming together. I'm telling you, I never saw oh. that woman again. I felt oh, so my bad. I felt uh, so bad. Yeah. It was, uh, and then I tried to talk myself out of it. Like you're in that moment where you're watching their face and you've already said too much. Uh-huh. And you're and like, then, I can't unsay that. I just can't. No, I, I can't. How. I can't swallow it back in. There's nothing I ever could have done to fix that. That was just uh, a mess. It was uh, just 100% a mess. Dang it. I know. So, see, I, because you were just trying to be friendly and involved, and are you an extrovert? Are you the type uh, of person? I mean, you have to be for what you do for a living. That, that would kill me right off. You're a fitness instructor, and you're leading a kickboxing class or whatever it was. I think it was kickboxing. And you have to, you're like, your job is to talk and make everyone feel comfortable and make uh, it feel like a friendly environment. So you're just chatting and I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you talk and exercise at all. I can't do that. Yeah. Well, you know what? That was not my biggest problem that day. I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so I, bad. I want you to know you're not the first person to divulge to me that that has happened to them. Okay, good. Woo. Woo. I'm not alone. And- you're not alone. Oh. oh my gosh. Okay. It's called a go girl. You found it. It pink. It has pink and white comes in a pink and white tube. There's a lady, you know, like the, the outline of the lady in the dress that's on female restroom doors. She's like that, except she has her arms crossed and her legs crossed in this little logo. And then it says, go girl. Don't take life sitting down. It's a real product. I'm real. I'm real sorry. This exists, but I have to tell you it does. <laughs> and, still, and you can buy it. It has received four out of five stars on nextadventure.net. It's $14.99. There's only one color to choose from. It's pink. Of course it's pink because why not? Why not do that to women? Why not like make them, make them have to be pink? Yeah, exactly. That's so ridiculous. So. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh, but wait a minute. Now they make it in camo. That's not better. Stop it. Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Camo is not better. Oh my gosh. Oh Lord. What have you been loving lately that you think the listeners will love too? A lunge matrix is my new jam. And I learned it from a personal trainer. Every day you do, it's a, it's six lunges and you do five on each side and it's, really as close to meditation as I'm ever going to get. And you're, and I go and I do it down on the water's edge Mm. and it's completely opens up your heart, your soul, all of your joints, because you go one forward, one back, one to the side, crossing over to the other side, and then one angle to the back and one angle to the front. And that's six. And you literally 
take a deep breath in and exhale and then take a deep breath for each one. It's the most grounding thing I've ever done in my life. And I cannot, and I cannot even say that I've ever in my life once meditated where my brain wasn't thinking about something because I kind of have a busy brain anyway, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's really changed the way my day comes to me because I think that I'm a little more grounded and less sensitive or impatient. I don't get triggered as fast or annoyed mm-hmm. or wow. Yeah, it's really amazing. It's called a lunge matrix. And it has got to be so good for you physically too, not just totally. for all the psychological. Yeah, awesome. Okay, I'm going to try to find I'll try to find a video of a lunge matrix you guys and 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 put it on the show notes. I wish that for this one moment there was video on this because I would show it to you. Yeah. Dang it. That's all right. I'll find something. Okay. Have you ever experienced a crazy coincidence? I have experienced crazy coincidences. I have trouble with the word coincidence because I think that there is a higher power and I don't mean that there's a label on this, but I think there's a universal energetic kinetic field that we kind of walk along, collaborate with, live in cooperation with, and sometimes it shows up for us. And for me, because of my spiritual connection to Jackie Robinson, if you want to say coincidence, coincidentally, whenever I look at the clock, it's 42 after the hour. Anytime I'm doing some sort of measured distance run or hike or bike ride, it's 4.2. Two six miles or 3.42 miles, or if I do a time trial on, you know, a six mile run and I time out the average mile of each of the six miles, it's 6.42. There's something that is connecting me and the universe and Jackie Robinson. And it's really deep in my life and it happens wow. all the time. Yeah. So I think someone wow. might call it a coincidence, but I don't. Wow. Very interesting. 42 is your number. Yeah. It goes even deeper. Like if you, if you have a number given to you at a restaurant and then the food's going to come when your number gets called, Uh huh. nine times out of 10, mine has a 42 in it. Um, Wacky. You know, over, over 90% of the time when I have bills for restaurants or fuel or whatever, it's 42 mm-hmm. cents or something. It's just, it's crazy. And I know, wow. I know that he, that he knows that I am one of the people that's still alive on the planet, keeping his legacy alive. Amazing. It's like a little gift. You get a little nudge, a little reminder. Huge. Mm-hmm. Huge. Yeah. yeah. So big. What is one thing that's surprising about you that nobody would be able to tell just by looking? When I was 20, I was a childhood actor. Oh. And I did a lot of TV shows and until I realized that the, I needed to get to sports radio a different way, like Hollywood was not the way. And I was on a TV show that was very popular in the 80s called Fame. What? Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So that's something. And then I also I play the bongos, which I think nobody would know. Nice. That. I have one minute left with you. So use this time to tell the listeners where they can find you. Thank you. I appreciate that. My website is the cjsilasshow.com. You can find a link to my radio show, my Twitter, Instagram, Facebook podcast, and my YouTube channel there. Also CJ Silas Show merch. 
things about me, pictures of me. I play roller derby. I've been doing that for 15 years. So oh that's kind of cool that you can go there and see a little bit about that part of my life as well. Social media at the CJ Silas show on Instagram at CJ Silas on Twitter, the CJ Silas show on Facebook and CJ Silas also on Facebook. I appreciate it. It's, it's been fun talking to you. One last question. What is your roller derby name? <laughs> Dodge her blue Dodger blue. And my number nice. of course 42. is JR42 for Jackie. Love Robinson. it. <laughs> Oh my gosh. All right, CJ, you have been so much fun. Thank you so much for being with me today. Thank you for having me. And I always love to support and cherish and honor other women doing their thing. Awesome. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh, you guys, that was so much fun. Make sure you check out the show notes for today's episode at fancyfreepodcast.com slash episode 136 to get any links we discussed today. Remember to follow the show wherever you're listening right now so that new episodes pop into your feed each week. If you have a story to tell, email me at notfancy at fancyfreepodcast.com. And if you want more connection, laughter, and sharing, join the Fancy Free Facebook group. I'd also love it if you tell at least one friend about the show this week. If this show makes you feel less alone or makes you laugh, then share it because we would love to get into more listeners' ears. Also, if you use your code FANCYFREE at checkout at Shelfie Shop, you will get free shipping. And just to remind you, if you like to rip your bra off at the end of the day, but you need a little bit of support and coverage and like really, really cozy loungewear and pajamas, check out Shelfie Shop. It's made just for you at S-H-E-L-F-I-E-S-H-O-P-P-E.com. Have a wonderful week. And remember, no one is as fancy as they look. <laughs>